You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Musketeers After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Musketeers After Show. I would almost dare to say that this music is almost exciting as Game of Thrones. Anybody? No? Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> Welcome to AfterBuzz TV, your one and only spot for after show entertainment. We are here for BBC America's The Musketeers. I'm really excited about that. So let's get into that, because I'm your host, Ryan Hooks, on the panel today. Man, I don't know why I'm so lucky, but there are three good-looking women in here. We are the Musketeers. Meow. Yes, there you go. You can be like my three that. Musketeers over here to my left, Yelt Eagle. Hello, everybody. To my left, left, Liz Rishnawi. What's up? To my left, 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 Kate Aquilano. Hi, guys. And dropping the ones and the twos, Phil Svitek on the booth. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Rocking that USA jersey. Solid Always. day. Yeah. God, it's all right. So... We just saw the very first episode of BBC America's The Musketeers, entitled Friends and Enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know, first off, how familiar are you guys with The Musketeers' stories? I've never you read You are very familiar. Okay. During so, the good. thing, he's like, oh, this is happening. I, I mean, I've seen, like, the typical movies, yeah. but okay, I, great. I do so, not know. Perfect. So since you're not familiar, I want to know, right off the bat, first impressions of the first episode. Because for people that are familiar with the storylines, there is a lot of repetition in the storylines and mm-hmm. everything Musketeers. So, uh, Kate, go first. Um, I liked it. I liked the sets. I thought the production design you know, was great. I liked uh, all the guys. I thought they were cast really well, to my knowledge so far. So far, so um, good. But yeah, it wasn't very repetitious for me because I'm not that familiar. But I do love these type of shows. Liz? Yeah, um, like I'm trying to remember back. I've seen like the original, like uh, the Three Musketeers movie that came back, like out like years and years ago, but I haven't seen it in a while. So like it seemed vaguely familiar, but at the same time, I was like, no, I got uh, this is cool, this is new, this I'm, gro- I'm grooving to it. Like I've never read the books, I'd like to, but yeah, it was it was exciting. I liked it. Yo, I have started reading the book, and I'm very excited to finally have faces to go with it because I feel like. Because your imagination sucks. Also, my imagination sucks. <laughs> TV's ruined us. <laughs> but, like, the book, it's so, you know, it's dense. Yeah. I know. Should we read the books? It's half French. You know, it's very well, happy. so the Alexander Dumas book, obviously, is what all of these are based mm-hmm, off of. Mm-hmm. It is a very dense, thick, long book. It's very much like all his other thick, long books. Um, <laughs> you know, hey, you know what? He was a French writer and he wrote a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. But there are a lot of movie adaptations mm-hmm. that have come out. There's an adaptation for stage as well that was changed, and they added a character of D'Artagnan's sister. Uh, but I think that there's a lot of similarities in the storyline so far. Mm-hmm. Well, as a book, as someone who's familiar with the books, do you like? Are you really liking where it's going so far? Well, so far, I, and I was going to say this. That's why I was asking if you knew. So much of it has been done. Like there has been nothing new. So I'm excited to get to the point where they've exhausted the storyline mm-hmm. of the sh- the story in the book and they get into new things. And so they're see creating where they take it. Yeah, they're creating a new plot because if they drag out 
the existing book plotline of you know the letters and the war between France and Spain, and then potentially an affair with the Queen. That's gonna be like spoilers, much. Thanks. I know. Hey, spoiler Whatever. alert! <laughs> Listen, I guarantee. Spoiler alert! <laughs> spoiler alert! It's not a spoiler alert. It's a book, guys. Yeah. Based on the book. I know, yeah. but I mean, Don't tell, ruin it, it for tell us. it to all the Game of Thrones people. Well, so it's, you know, yeah, like, but this isn't, as we're saying, this isn't yeah. the first time we're telling the story. Yeah. I think Ryan is right that it's going to be really interesting once we've told the story that we all know and have seen over and over again. Because it's a show, they have endless amounts of seasons and stories that they can tell. Mm-hmm. Thank yes. you. And I'm very excited. You just weren't getting to the point. I'm, okay. So Ooh. here's what we know. Ooh. There are 10 episodes in season one. So this BBC America show has already aired in England. So there are everything you want to know about the episodes available probably online if you look hard enough or barely look at all. And they're currently in the process of filming season two. Uh, season two is being filmed in Prague. So I've been hopefully getting some guests on and been talking to people in production uh, and see what we can do about that for the future. So we Where's know that Prague again. Prague is in the Czech Republic. That's what it is. Okay, I really want to go to Prague. Yes, yes, it's a beautiful <laughs> city, which will I think play a lot into the scenic aspect of this. Given that Prague is one of the oldest cities in Europe, is also one of the only cities that wasn't destroyed in the World War II. In the World War II, that yes. is in the in the World War II, in the Great War, the second. Yes. All right, so let's uh, talk about the who's who of the what and who and the how yeah. and the why. So. It, you have your major characters, mm-hmm. which you maybe caught on or didn't catch on. Uh, Athos, Porthos, and Aramis are our three musketeers. Oh. Yes. Did you get that? Yes. D'Artagnan is not I'm a musketeer just... at this point. He In the book, in, in the other versions of the movie, he's going to become a musketeer. Mm-hmm. And there is also a confrontation with him and Athos. Uh, the other people that we've been introduced are King Louis, the Cardinal, Monsieur Treville, who's the captain of the musketeer's guard. Captain. Captain Monsieur Treville. They call him Monsieur Treville in the book. Uh, Constance, and of course our personal favorite, Milady. Milady. And then we have a few randoms who we'll get to this week mm-hmm. who have not been introduced. Are we all good? Are we on the same page? Everybody yeah, knows I got it. I got them straight. It's actually interesting with the costuming as well because the costuming in these shows are very much they're, they're dark colors, they're black, they're leather. Yeah. They're, they're it's, it's not as, uh, what's the word I would say? Like in the movies from, when did the movies come out? In the 90s? Well, there's several. There's, there's, well, there's a, a movie version called The Musketeer yeah. that came out with Justin Chambers. There was a new version oh, recently. Uh, yeah, the guy from Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Uh, which is, was a different storyline. And there was another version that came out with the guy from Percy Jackson. Logan Lerman. Logan Lerman. There was a recent one with Orlando. Yeah, that's Ooh. the same one. Oh, yeah. Lo- okay. Logan, Logan Lerman, Lerman. D'Artagnan, and... Uh, he played an uh, evil guy. Like someone. I feel like I'm, I'm used to the more romanticized way where they had like the royal blue and the yeah, red. Yeah, the musketeers wore blue. The cardinals' guards wore red. I remember them wearing both, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like red shirt and then the blue flag sashy mm. thingy. Oh, that, like, I know what you're talking about. You know, I know the exactly smock. what you're talking and then, about. Yeah, the, the smock. smock and That's a good way to put it. I keep on thinking of the dang candy bar now. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> there are no three musketeers in this storyline. Yet. 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 Yeah, and so I, I did like that, that they didn't really talk very much about the musketeers in this other than, you know, the current Queen of France has a, a f- affection for them, if you will, and them doing their job and knows they're loyal. Mm-hmm. And she keeps, you know, pushing for them to do their job. And then we have the Cardinal, who's your personal yeah. favorite. Yeah, he yeah. is. Peter Capaldi. Peter who also we know is not join, joining season two of this show because he's busy playing the doctor on Doctor yeah. Who. Which doctor? <laughs> the doctor. The only doctor that you need. Like the doctor. He's the doctor. Yeah, That's I'm pretty sure if I come down with cancer or something, he'd probably be able to do something. I thought that was House. 
No. No, that's yeah. house. No, that's house. I I'm like a house. I don't think I should admit to these two that I've never seen Doctor Who. Get out. I, me either. Let's see. Moving on. Moving on. Peter Capaldi, every time we see him, we scream. Yes. All right, Yay. so let's uh, talk about the plot line here today. Okay. There's a lot. There's, there's some layers in this. Mm-hmm. So first off, we start off our our show with every storyline of Three Musketeers I've ever seen. It started off with D'Artagnan and his father. It's the catalyst for It's him. the catalyst for the show because yeah. it sets up his, his revenge-seeking abilities, his anger. His father gets killed. What? I know. If you didn't see it, he I got shocking. <laughs> I did like, though, that I I was sitting when we were watching this episode, I was like, there's going to be a fight in the first five minutes. Mm -hmm. They didn't waste any time. Uh, Okay, with that opening theme song, do you really think that they would have waited? I mean, that's just getting you amped up. It does. It gets you amped up. I like the theme song. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I do. And I I like that, well, I wonder with us seeing it as episode one, if that theme song was developed later. Because, you know, a lot of shows when they first premiere, they have something for the first couple episodes, then like episode three or four. It's a totally different theme song and introduction, Mm -hmm. and they change it because they've developed something with the show at that point. I think this theme song was developed in the beginning. They knew what they wanted, what we were going to see. Yeah, it's a very stylized show, which I like. Yes, there it is. Thank you. I, for some reason, it reminds it reminds me of like the um, Pirates of the Caribbean. A little bit, a little yeah. bit. Like, like I feel like when yes. I'm gonna start getting used to that, and then like I'll just accidentally slip into yeah. Anyway, but it's yeah. I, I I'm, I'm excited that there is a lot of action going on, but I feel like they didn't they didn't try to like uh, substitute action where there should have been more plot or you know like I think they did a good balance of it. Okay, well before we talk about the plot, let's talk about the layout of the plot. One thing that I thought was interesting: the the show seemed very choppy. In an aspect of it cut between scenes that were really short. Mm-hmm. Very like, you know, 30, 45 seconds, one minute, two minutes. And they were just cutting between scenes of characters. And I don't know if I l- didn't like it in the aspect of it was developing characters. Or, you know, how, I, I felt weird about it. How did you guys feel about I it? I think that because it's the first episode, they have to establish who people are. And they give us a person's name kind of a little context about what they're doing Mm -hmm. and then they were like great you got that we're going to move on to this because we have to after we've established all that give you how they all are connected and flow together and what the plot is. Exactly I think they had to cover so much ground in the first episode and like you said probably a lot of people like you already know the story so Mm -hmm. they didn't have to quite like spend so much time at so the cutting was I think just to get through yeah. so much the of the pro- content exactly. the necessities yeah. basically and I, and I do like shows and I you know I watch a lot of TV obviously and I'm sure you all do mm-hmm. I like shows with the costuming like this and stylized when they talk and they say the character's name it's yeah. not hard for the director or the writers to say hey Aramis blah 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 hey Athos so we know who's talking and who's talking to who because it's really easy to get, I think, if you're not familiar with the, the storyline or the characters, to get confused on who's who because they do yeah. look a lot alike. They all have the beards, which who doesn't love a good beard? Uh-huh. <laughs> I think what's really interesting <laughs> is that Adele, her name wasn't said the first time we met her. Yeah. We was were like, all yeah, like, who, wait, who was that? Wait, what was her name? Um, so it's really interesting that her, I guess that was kind of a foreshadowing. Like, you don't need to know her name. You don't need to remember her. that one. Adele, played by <laughs> Emily Bichon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Kudos to her and the red hair. Who doesn't love a good redhead? Thank you. Yes. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So uh, the storyline, again, starts off with uh, D'Artagnan and his father heading off. They're going to petition the king on behalf of their hometown, Gascony, because of all the taxes, basically, they're all mm-hmm. getting overly taxed. They have no money. They have no food. So they've been sent off. Obviously, no one has 
sent them on this mission. They're going on their own behalf, but they must They're have some standing. We, we, we know that, you know, Monsieur d'Artagnan, the father, is an honorable man, we mm-hmm. learn very quickly, and, you know, he's off to help his people, and that's what he wants to do. Uh, although d'Artagnan, the young son, is a hothead, as he's always portrayed, <laughs> I feel like there's always some good in him. I know now what it reminds me of. It reminds me of the Mask of Zorro. When he yes. was all like, you killed my father, and he's all like rushing in, and he's trying to kill him. Yeah, but that's well, what it reminds me of. I was wondering as I'm watching it, who does this kid remind me of? Like, he's so rash and just jumping into things and, uh, and you know, trying to avenge his father or whatever the case may be. And it's like a mixture of that and Inigo Montoya. The Prince's Bride. Well, good thing for us <laughs> that Alexander Dumas wrote this book hundreds of years before all yeah. the other people. So no, really, no, he, beat, he beat them to it. Yes. I'm not saying that they ripped it off. I'm just saying that's what it reminds me of. This is specifically, <laughs> I think, with the actor that we have. It, I definitely see it. Yeah. He like has a little super Zorro. Spain, Spanish yeah, kind of looking. Pasqualino. He's yeah. got a little bit of a Zorro vibe. As opposed yes. to Aquilano. Pasqualino, Aquilano. It's pretty close. She's actually Zorro. <laughs> She's telling you. I'm sorry. Oh, you blew her cover. You ruined it. Oh anyway, so they're in the, the inn, and the inn gets robbed by some men in costume. I guess they're all in costume. In disguise, <laughs> rather. Uh, they're saying that they are Athos of the King's Musketeers, and they're going to take everyone's money. I mean, that seems shady right off the bat. Who who rolls in and tells them their name? Give me your money. I'm Athos the Musketeer. I mean, I feel like even back in like 1630, what is it? Yeah, 1630. Yeah, 1630. I feel like even then somebody should be like, wait a minute. Like, you know, I know, you know, this isn't the future where we're better at catching people, but that just does not seem right. It's not like anybody said like, who are you? (laughs) Yeah, I know. He's like, yeah, willingly offering this information. Well, if you must know... Like, but yeah. wait, there's more. <laughs> anyway, so the next thing we cut into, again, with all the scene cuts, we're going to jump around a lot, I think, yeah, with that. Uh, we meet Porthos, one of our musketeers. Uh, he's playing names. cards. Yes, well done, Alexander Dumas. Well done. <laughs> uh, he's playing cards with Dijon. Not, Go ahead, say no, it. It's Mustard. Dude. Dijon it's, Mustard. I his name was, it's Dujon. It's Dujon. Dujon. I just want. I want his it to name. be Dijon. Dijon. It's Dijon. now Dujon. We're calling him Mustard. That's his name. Yes, Dijon. Dijon. played by Joe Redden. So uh, he's accusing Porthos of cheating, and basically they decide to fight in a fair manner mm-hmm. because Athos is there and he's going to oversee everything. Yeah, I love that Athos is just like walking around the fight, just like reciting the rules of like chivalry <laughs> and like you can't attack someone with a sword if you don't have a sword. And he's just like so calm and they're in the middle of this fight. It was a, it was a good scene. Well, was a what, great scene. That sets up too, I think, for the audience who don't know, uh, the dissension basically between the musketeers and the cardinal's guards. The cardinal has his own set of men, his own army, that do his own bidding, which is separate from the king's guard and the king's musketeers and the soldiers and men that they have, but they don't like each other. Yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously. That makes complete sense. We need a villain in Peter Capaldi. Yay! Yay! Thanks, guys. Oh my god, that was good harmony, guys. That was... We're never doing that again. No, we might. (laughs) Every time. Don't you? I think we might probably. Okay, Okay, fine. Um, (laughs) So we meet the cardinal. Yeah, so we meet... Yeah, we do. We meet the cardinal. Mm, Yay! Uh, Oh, we're not doing that. But we're not there yet. Dang. I got excited. I know, because they musketeers have to go see Treville first. Mm-hmm. But they need Aramis. And where is he? It's the same place he always is. He's <laughs> at Adele's house getting this freak on. What? What? Um, so anyway, so after the fighting, after uh, Aramis jumps out of the window because the Cardinal shows up, we learn that Adele is the Cardinal's number one girl. Mm-hmm. Mistress, rather. Like, yeah. he's not married. Can he even get married? 
He's the cardinal. No, he, no, no. As a, I don't. I'm not good at Catholic stuff. So I don't know how it works. <laughs> but Aramis leaves behind his pistol. So yes. yeah, that's. I, I felt I was actually waiting for her to throw it out the window and for it to go off. Yeah, like that was what I thought was going to happen. I was like, oh, it's going to toss it. It's going to boom. So it's not 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 exactly in the books. Um, this whole thing with uh, Adele is not in the books. Oh, okay. Oh, so okay. There are there are fabrications. I would assume yes. that in the books, the cardinal does not have a mistress. Correct. Because yeah. cardinal. The books. There's only one book, right. rather. So yeah. The no, books. It's not like Sherlock I Holmes. Believe, there's not a whole slew of them. I believe there was a sequel. Potentially. I believe there was a sequel. We'll look it up. We'll look it up. It was like yeah. 400 years ago. No one's going to blame you if you can't remember. <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm turning it. So, tr- we Mr. Uh The captain. Monsieur Treville is the captain of the guards. I like him. And he yells at the musketeers for getting in fights and doing things that they shouldn't do because they represent... The king. The, the king and whatever. So basically, he tells them that he has a mission for them. They need to go to uh, Chartreuse. Chartreuse? Chartreuse. There it is. To find out um, some of the men are missing and some stuff's been stolen. But we don't really get a lot of details about it at this point because they don't know. She just knows it's the king's business. We know Cornet is involved, who's one of the soldiers. And he's missing. And he's missing. And therefore, the things are missing that we can't know about. But we will find out later, I think. Maybe. <laughs> but you know what? Before we find out, there's something that everyone needs to find out about. What is that? What's that? <gasps> That's Maria Menounos' new book. <laughs> Smooth. That Every Girl's nice. Guide to nice. Diet and Fitness. I'm going to go over here with it now, Phil. Hey. Boom. Hey. There it is. Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness. Maria Menounos' new best-selling book has lots of great information for all you ladies and gentlemen out there. Uh, look, Suzanne Summers, Kim Kardashian, Serena Williams, Khloe Kardashian. What? Look at, look at, it's right there on the back. What? Actually, I don't know if you've ever looked at this. There's a ton of awesome recipes in here. That's what I hear. Um, yeah, there's a lot of great food and tips in there. Uh, and you know what else? It's you available can, now. It's available now. What? You know what else? You know what else? The... What else you need to find out about? What? iTunes. iTunes. Oh my yeah. gosh. You need to find out about iTunes. Guys, thank you for tuning in to the Three Musketeers. The Musketeers. The I'm th- going to do that a lot. They, they changed the name on us. Musketeers <laughs> After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We put out tons and tons of free shows for you guys to check out. Available on the iTunes. That sounds really expensive. It's not, Liz. <gasps> Did you know that all of our content is absolutely free? What? No way. What? I'm impressed. Mind blown. Mind blown. So you guys can check out one of our like 80 After Shows hundreds of hours of content for free every single day on the iTunes. But one thing we do like to ask our customers and our fans, customers, it's free. You're not a customer. You're our fans. <laughs> They're clients. Our clients. They're clients. We service them. Sassy. Yeah, we do. Meow. <laughs> so go, on, go on and rate our show. Give us a five stars. Tell us what you think. Um, you can also check us out on YouTube and leave us comments. Mm-hmm. I personally we love... Com- we like to yeah, comment I personally back. love getting Twitter messages and uh, YouTube messages. So you can expect a lot of interaction from these lovely ladies and this fine gentleman. Phil? Yeah. <laughs> That's the only fine gentleman in this room. I agree. I agree, 100%. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the show. Yeah. So uh, D'Artagnan gets a room at the inn where everything is extra. Yeah. <laughs> Except the communal towel. The communal oh. towel is free. Yeah. You can have the communal towel? Yeah. Finally. Yeah. And, and I feel so like... It's a very it. clean place. <laughs> That's so gross. And she stepped on a cockroach. Yeah, ignore that. I like if she, she asked him if he had lice, and he was like, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll pass. No crabs, no lice. We're good. Ew. So, it, again, we're just cutting and cutting and cutting. So the king is now shooting pigeons, <laughs> which is kind of funny and ironic, really, because in the current time frame, people go pigeon shooting... 
but they're actually made of clay, and the gun, the machine throws them out, and mm-hmm. then you shoot them. I just, I keep on thinking of, did you ever have the original, um, like, there was a Duck Hunt and Mario Brothers oh, combo yeah. game quack, cartridge, quack, 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 quack. and there was another part of it in Duck Hunt yeah, that was shoot. with the clays. Yeah. I never knew what that was. I thought I was, like, killing aliens when I was, like, three. Nope. I they were idea. clay pigeons. They're, they're actually little round discs. They're made of clay, and you shoot them, and they explode. Mm. It's really good fun. But this is where they originated. They actually were shooting pigeons out okay. in the backyard. And as the king says, <laughs> pigeons are raised like rabbits yeah. to be shot. They're meant to be shot. Terrible. Sure. They live to die. Well, pigeons are dirty, filthy things. So You're a dirty, filthy thing. And you love me. So you should love the pigeons, too. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. So, But the whole time he's out there, uh, the cardinal shows up. Mr. Treville is there. And... The Cardinal's basically pushing about these incidences that have been happening mm-hmm. with the Musketeers, and they need to look into it formally, even though Treville says no. Yeah. He's like, no, there's no one missing, there's yeah. no wrongdoing, no like, you for. don't have to look into this. Like, he's just pushing and pushing. Because that's not suspicious. At all. Not at all. But, as we're learning really quickly, the Cardinal is really the one in control. He's the puppet he master. He has his own agenda. Yeah, he does. Because yes, he wants power, he wants France, he wants Spain... He wants the world. Yeah. Who doesn't want the world? Mm. I want the world. That'd be cool. I mean, you know, play with it for a little bit and then give it back. Then give it back. I'm done with it. Yeah. (laughs) I think what's a really interesting conversation in that scene where um, the king is shooting pigeons is where he says to um, the captain. Trivial. Captain. Captain. Monsieur Trivial. um, That he likes that he's the only person who is honest with him. And everybody else compliments him and kicks this is his behind. Derriere. Because yeah. it is French. That was a good right. part. And yes. then he's like, the, I keep you around because it amuses me that you tell me the truth. Yes. And I think it's that's Im- really important because I think that's going to build as we go on, especially after what we find out later about the Cardinal. I think that's going to be a really mm-hmm. interesting uh, dynamic to look at this season. Well, and I think it's going to be interesting as well to play in with the fact of the queen. Mm-hmm. Um, because she, you know, again, was talking about her love and faith of the Musketeers. And I think that she sees that honesty in Treville as well as a good thing that, you know, the king doesn't get. And the king, obviously, is supposed to be very young mm-hmm. in the, the show. And they're playing him that way as well. Sort of naive. Sort of needs help. Mm-hmm. How old is he supposed to be? I think he's, like... I pictured him. Late, late teens, early 20s. Yeah, right? younger yeah. than actually the actor looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, the king, he's played by Ryan Gage. Um, who is in The Hobbit. Who is in The oh. Hobbit, yes. Uh, so he is a little older looking than I think he's supposed to be written or the way you see him. Yeah. But he's still playing it very well in terms of looking young and looking mm-hmm. innocent. And yeah. then. Yeah, he's kind of his hair. Yeah. His yeah. hair's pretty yes. awesome. And the queen is super young. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. And as we learned later on in the episode, the queen is actually Spanish, mm-hmm. and her brother is the king of Spain. Mm. Right. See, I was confused at that part, and I'm glad you cleared that up, because I was kind of like, he mentioned later on, you know, something about his, his brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And I was like, or sister-in-law. And I was like, wait, I, I can't. Yes. Like, I was trying to figure out which one was which. So yes. I was like, is it your brother? King Louis of France is married to the queen, who is the sister of, of the, the king, king of, of Spain. Spain. Ah. Well, look at it all. We'll oh, we'll, we'll get, get it. it. We'll square we'll, it away. Yeah. yeah. By the end of the season, we have ten. We, we have nine we more have weeks. Time. From yeah. I'm still trying to learn like the pronunciation of the names. So like, let's stay one step at a time. Mm-hmm. So, so Athos, Porthos, Aramis, and D'Artagnan are throwing you off. Yes. Move on. Okay. <laughs> Cardinal Armand. Yeah. Yes. But before we get Cardinal Armand, oh. we get our good friend Mendoza, and we meet Milady. Yeah, Milady. Yes. Yeah, so Milady shows up in the inn with Mendoza. 
and Mendoza's coming in the room demanding things and <laughs> wants to defend people's honor and threatens D'artagnan. And D'Artagnan's just like a smart, like smug. He's very quick, yeah, very cocky, it was very so smug. funny though. It was, like, yeah, are you when, talking to me? Not unless your name is uh, Madame. Madame. Like, <laughs> no, sir. Not at all. However, cut scene again. This is like really hard. There's all these cuts. Like, I can't There's even, a lot. Can't There's even like get things rolling. We get yeah. Cardinal. Uh, he goes to see Adele. We find out that he hates the king, as we've kind of already learned. That he yeah. thinks the king is a petulant child, you know, and nothing is beyond the Cardinal's control. Yes. Except the musketeers. That's, they are? That's why what? he hates them. He yes. says that nothing is beyond his control, and that's what I think. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Absolutely. That, all yeah. of that. As that? he's, like, caressing her neck and undress for me. Yeah. I think the greatest <laughs> moment is when she undresses and she's completely covered. Still covered. Yeah, still covered. There's layers, an entire layer layers. of clothes. It just oh. reminds me of that episode of Family Guy where he's like, doth the magistrate know what you're up to? Start unbuckling a hundred, your hundred laced buckled, you know, to the girl who's just, she's just taking off a glove. <laughs> so. One at a time. Yep. Nice. So speaking of taking clothes off, Milady and D'Artagnan getting busy. What? So that's our second hookup. That was so random too. Well, it so, happens. I mean, yeah, it's, you know. It's setting up Milady. She is a cougar and she gets she what she is wants. Feisty. And I actually I was hoping to see this episode. Is she that much older? Old I mean, enough. Yeah. I was hoping to see Milady fight. Hmm. We'll get there. She I, she's gonna fight. Yeah. And she's well, gonna kick some butt. She's already kicking butt without having to fight. Behind yeah. the scenes, yeah. She she's kicks like, some butt. She's like a not so modern day French ninja. You know? No, not no. so much. No. Come on. <laughs> nope. But sweeping I love in, vanishing. She's, she's super uh, manipulative mm-hmm. and and sly and knows how to use what she's got. And she I does because she frames D'Artagnan and actually yeah. kills Mendoza, steals the letters that we later find out about, mm-hmm. and then basically leaves him laying there with a knife beside yeah. his pillow. Well, this is this is what's really cool about the character, which is why I know she's going to become one of my really favorite characters as someone who hasn't read the books. Again, this is based off a storyline of a character that was written by a man that was actually written hundreds of years ago, correct? So, yes. I mean, it's just really impressive that he created such a really strong, powerful woman character that takes control of situations mm-hmm. and is manipulative and incredibly intelligent and can outwit the men. And it's just, that's something to say for a story that was, you know, written so long ago. Um, I can imagine that more if the story was written now based from 400 years ago. But, right. mm-hmm. you know, so I I love her. And I, I think I think she... I mean, I already kind of knew it was going to happen when she started to sleep with him and stuff. I'm like, oh no, she's gonna something's gonna happen to that dude. But you know, yeah, you called it. <laughs> I yeah. did. You framed him. I did. I did, and I'm proud of that. <laughs> yes. Uh, so speaking of meeting new strong female characters, D'Artagnan escapes the inn mm-hmm. when all these people are like, "He killed murder! You murderer. did it!" But he grabs Constance and kisses her. He's like, "Just kiss me, I'll give you money." <laughs> and then she's like, "Do I look like a prostitute?" That's nope. what everyone wants to do. Because that's what, yeah. it, she's it, like, that's it's what, my best dress. Yes. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, that was so cute. That was so cute. It's like, does this look like the dress that a prostitute would wear? And he's kind of like. Eh. <laughs> That's why he gets kneading the balls. Yeah, he and then faints. Why, why does he faint? Because it hurts. No, he fainted because he was injured because he jumped out a window oh, and landed jumped out the window and hurt, hurt himself. He was fine kissing her, but you know, like t- after the kiss, eh, adrenaline will get you actually numb the pain for a while until until mm-hmm. he hits the 
flow. I, I'm telling you, it was the kick in the crotch that did it. <laughs> like, that's right. enough to push anyone over the edge. As the uh, only male speaking in this room, <laughs> Phil, can you just back Sorry, me up? Phil. Getting kicked in the junk is enough to make you pass out. He's not yeah, going to back works. you up after you just said you're the only male in this room. Speaking. <laughs> oh, I said okay. only speaking male. Okay. Check the tape. <laughs> Phil? Are you going to agree? Said yes. He said oh, okay. yes. He said okay. yes. He's, he's down for no. He said I guess, not like. <laughs> no joke. I said yes. Oh. Ah. Thanks, Phil. Wait. So just to confirm, Phil. If <laughs> did you say yes? The answer is yes. Uh, always? If you get kicked in the nuts, you'll Every think? time. Let's play a fun game. Liz, Yes. kick Matt Lieberman in the balls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like this game already. I like this game, too. It's going to have to wait. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Matt Lieberman is another one of our hosts here at After Buzz TV. Yeah. I'd like to see that. I'd pay to see that. All right. Let's move on. Let's talk some more about uh, the <laughs> We'll D'Artagnan. let you know how that goes yeah. later. Yes. So after D'Artagnan rests, he finds out that his savior is Constance, and she is married Mm-hmm. That's why she's a madame. She's a madame, not a yes. mademoiselle. Constance Beauchamp. Uh, and he's like, I'm leaving, I gotta go. He's got stuff to do. And she's like, I know that look. Don't do it. Whatever you're gonna do, don't do it. He does it anyway, because Dartini doesn't listen to anybody. Yeah, but he, he at first asks her for directions, which men don't do, I hear. Yeah, it's great. That was kind of funny. But first, where am I going? Yeah. I'm going to kill him. He challenges Athos to a fight. Mm-hmm. It- I already knew that that was gonna not that was gonna go the way. So if you yeah. if you haven't caught on at this point, there is a rank among the musketeers, and Athos is the the commanding musketeer yeah. of them. He is the one that everyone respects and looks up to. He's the one that you hear stories about. He's the reason that everyone wants to become musketeers. Mm. Is he the like oldest? Yeah, does he? He doesn't look like he, he is the in, most talented. Yes, he's oh. the, he is in not. He's supposedly the oldest, but he's the most talented. Yes, mm. he's the one that's the most respected and the most revered. He's the favorite among the musketeers, especially among Treville. Um, Aramis is very religious and is into love and poetry. He's religious. Yes, he becomes very religious. The one sleeping the with one the cardinal yes. mistress. Yeah. Well, okay. His his thing is he finds love and beauty and art and sex appealing. Okay, so he, he's a worshiper. He gives into. The seven deadly sins, the but pleasure. but 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 kind of acknowledges well, it as a, a gift he, from God. He's a worshiper. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's worshiping the human form. Mm. And what about Porthos? And Porthos is the drunk and the gambler. Yeah, okay. and the swindler. He has a, a lust for life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are, we, are we on the same page? Do yes. we feel that way? Yeah. Yeah. Did, right. did we feel that way of their portrayal of them? Um, I didn't get that Athos was like the main one yet. Well, I mean, they said when he was framed uh, that he is held in the highest regard and that, that it's no way that he was the one who did this. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that if it was any of the others, they wouldn't have been so like, no, it couldn't have been him. Yeah. I feel, wait, which one did you say was the drunk, the one that got into the fight Porthos. with the Cardinal? Porthos. Yeah, the beginning. The, so the Aramis, man. The who played, Aramis was the other dude. He's on the sleeping around with Adele. So what was the other dude? The D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan. No, no, no. There's this other dude. There's There's Athos. a dude. Darker skinned dude. Porthos. That's Porthos. Yeah. yeah. That's when they got into a fight? At the very beginning. Yeah. He fights with uh, mustard. With Dijon. With Dijon. Dijon. Oh, <laughs> Liz, keep up. I'm sorry. There's a lot of people. <laughs> there is. 
But I do, I did, you know, when they were, D'Artagnan was fighting with Athos, the other two were like, he's actually keeping up. Yeah. And then you didn't know if Athos was giving it 100% or not, because you know he wasn't going to kill him, but it was, it was a cute comment. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, you know what, I feel honestly, he probably was taking it easy on him, but at the end, the kid's got skills, but he's just too... He doesn't think. First. He's hot headed. Yeah, yeah he's hot-headed. very hot headed. He rushes he's in. He's too Zorro. He's too young. We to see Zorro. that later. Yes. <laughs> As we learn, he rushes into all the fights. Yes. yes. Oh, surprise is the only thing we've got. Oh, surprise Damn it. Would Never have mind. Been the only thing hey, we've got. spoiler alert. We're getting ahead of the game. All right, Mr. Book Reader. Whoa, sorry. You shouldn't be watching the after show if you haven't watched the episode. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> I can see. Moving Yell, on. I'm going to say this once the entire season. You were right. I think you're going to say that. A I think lot we're going to keep a tally, and that's just the first one. Yeah. Go ahead and mark that one down and burn that paper. <laughs> Regardless, the fight continues between Athos and D'Artagnan. But then Porthos says, Stop, it's enough. He's not fighting you. He gets involved. And then Aramis gets involved. And he's fighting all three of them, sort of. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then uh, stops ma- it. Yeah. And then Madame comes in. And she's like, What are you doing? How is that fair? They're like, we were yeah. going to kill him. It's like them. The well, you should have told us that we weren't going to kill him. You should have told us that. Then. Yeah, that was so <laughs> And this whole time they're like trying to tell D'Artagnan, like, dude, we didn't kill your father. Bro. Like, dude, take it easy. Bro. Simmer down. We Back up. Bro, I don't even know who you are, bro. <laughs> That's okay. We I find really- out that Coronet never made it to the monastery. Mm-hmm. No, we're we find out then that the men come in and arrest Athos mm-hmm. because they've been doing this investigation behind their backs. And the cardinal, of course, presides over the trial. Like, how fitting is that, that he's the one, like... Wait, oh. we're calling that a trial? Yeah. 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 I'm sorry, the accusations? Yeah, he comes yeah. in and he goes, he did it. Here's how I know. This guy says something. Back this guy on. says something. He yeah. did it. And okay, then, we're going to kill him. And then he actually him. did that thing, like, the one was like, yeah, that's him. I, I believe so. He was wearing a mask. He didn't even say anything so. No, they ever never actually mentioned that they were wearing masks, did they? Because the other guys were just like, oh, yeah, that's him. He said the, the his uh, clothes... Were the we're, same. Yeah, the clothes no. were the same, but he never mentioned. It's like, well, don't you think you should have mentioned that jerk? I mean, I'm just saying. I get <laughs> was, they were never going to win. Characters. They were never going to win. <laughs> it was a racket from the start, and yeah. it's never going to work out for anyone's yeah. favor. So the king decides to execute Athos. At, like the cardinal is like, you need, you know, he gives him that nudge. Like, yeah, you like you set a president. To, yeah. President. You need to yeah. make make a point. So of here. course, he's like, okay, you're going to be executed at dawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fine. Okay. That was fair. Yes. Thus inserts our major plot point this week. Mm-hmm. Rescuing Athos. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Let's do this. Let's light it up. Cue so, CSI Miami music. Oh, wait. Wrong theme. <laughs> so in the next scene, though, we do learn that the stuff that was stolen are these letters that the king has written mm-hmm. to the king of Spain mm-hmm. um, offering to go into some sort of peace treaty. And we learn a little bit about the king because there's supposedly a war that's going to be going on between France and Spain. And part of the reason that he married the Spanish woman was to try to help yeah. not have that, that not yes, happen. Yes. So basically, I was like the only person that was like laughing every time. They were like, France needs to rule, not Spain. Like, France will take over. And I'm just like laughing like, <laughs> history. Oh, no. History. Oh, France. You're silly. <laughs> you stop right now. You just stop it. But... I, I felt that way a little bit too. Yeah, I feel that way all the time. I think yeah. about the French people. You know. <laughs> yes. So yeah, those, we, those we love our French. I know, <laughs> la paix mon frère. But <laughs> but anyway, we find that this whole thing is that if these letters get out, then it's going to make the king look really weak, and 
mm-hmm. other people aren't going to like it so much. It's going to be embarrassing. It's going to embarrass him. France first off, and then it's going to be like, well, Spain's just going to come in here and take over. Mm-hmm. Right. I wonder like how they were worded because I would think if you know. I would think if you anybody else came across these documents, if it was just worded as like perhaps we should talk about peace and da 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 da, it's not really anything to be embarrassed about. But I'm wondering like how whiny begging. were those? Yeah, He's that's what I'm saying. Whining how whiny were those those letters? You know, just like, please. Like. Well, we learned that he's not very strong as a ruler. Yeah. And. He isn't very uh, fierce. I don't think he believes in himself enough to really um, right. have the confidence he needs exactly. for the job. He mm-hmm. doesn't have the confidence. Exactly. And, well, you know. His wife's hot. That's, that's true. It's because she's Spanish. Yeah. Brought in. <laughs> so, Porthos and Aramis go to D'Artagnan and they ask him for help. They know that Athos is innocent, and they know that they need someone else to go with them because mm-hmm. they can't do it alone. Thus inserts our plot. Dun, 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 dun. And D'Artagnan, I love your comment. D'Artagnan was like, well, I shot one of them. The body might still be there. And we're like, wait, two days yeah. later. <laughs> I'm like, two days later. like, how dirty are you? Like, I just, I know, you know, you got to think back to the past and history, and it's like 1630. Yeah, that body's still laying there. That body still might be well, there. Well, at least the but body was in a hole. The thing is, the, the owner of the inn came to the trial. So, like, he clearly, you know, his inn was robbed and people were murdered there. He wasn't going to stick around. No, I know. But, like, for the way he said it, I'm just picturing there's yeah, still, like, a dead body funny. sprawled over, like, a table. Just somewhere. laying there, like, just rotting, there. just flies, yeah. eating There's, it. like, a rat there nibbling on the ear. And, you know, and I'm just like, oh, Lucky for us, that doesn't happen. <laughs> they go back to the inn to find the body buried. Half buried. Half it's buried. Just, okay, in the hole. Fine. It's kind of half-assed. At least it's in the hole and not just laying across the dinner table. That's true. Okay. We're moving on. No more dirty 1630s jokes. Hi. <laughs> right. now. Sorry if we offended anyone from 1630. Yeah, if you're still alive, you should probably die. Write us. Day. Tell us what. <laughs> tell us how accurate it probably hurts. <laughs> All right, so they find out in the clothes that there are two bullet holes, and D'Artagnan says, I only shot him once. One of This one was the one that killed him, and this one was a random bullet hole. And yeah. it was CSI. This doesn't match any wounds. CSI, CSI of, the yeah. of the 1630s. CSI of the 1630s. We find out that he was actually killed by someone else previously, and they stole his clothes. Okay, And good. then they realize that the clothes were probably Cornet's. It's all coming together. It's oh my God, all the, the pieces. Thickens. It's an assumption they made. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when we get later on, uh, we see Athos, and he's in prison, and the priest is talking to him. He's giving, and he's kind of giving the priest a hard time, like, oh, I killed the, you know, whatever. So then there's this little flash scene uh, where he's walking with these blue flowers, mm-hmm. and then tiny, tiny, tiny. The immediately tiny. it immediately cuts to Milady mm-hmm. in the next scene. So, did you have any thoughts or correlations between Athos and Milady at that point? Not at all. Not at None. all. I had no idea. Yeah. I just thought, I'm like, who's this chick? I saw something from his past. Yeah, yeah. like maybe about, something that haunts yeah. him and. He's about to die. He's going to think about, like, the most important person. Most, I don't know. That's the memory he goes to. Yeah, yeah. and they, they bring it up again later that he was involved with a woman, mm-hmm. and then she died. Yes. Right. So they, they pointed out several times, and I noticed that knowing what was the you setup was. was yeah. Right, but I noticed that how they, they kept cutting between the scenes with them, and it almost always ended with Athos and started with Milady. Oh. So I was curious to see if anyone else picked that up, oh. not knowing. Nope. 
We're not, not that clever. Thanks for pointing that out. You're welcome. <laughs> I wonder if anyone in the audience noticed. Let yeah. us know. Hey, if you did, let us know. Yeah, that's a joke. Did you guys pick up the Milady tie, or those who are unfamiliar and yeah. are still enjoying the show? I'm interested to go, you know, hear about these Twitter comments and mm. all the f- stuff on there. Because there are a lot of supporters group of Twitter. Uh, a Twitter. There's a lot of people that support Twitter. There's a lot of groups that support the show on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So uh, let us know for sure because mm-hmm. we want to be involved with you guys. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, we want to be here to support you. We want you. friends. We need friends. <laughs> we need friends. <laughs> you, know who doesn't, you know who doesn't need friends is the Cardinal. Yeah. Well, no, maybe if he had more friends yeah. that, like, genuinely good people friends, maybe he would kind of be such I a, be a be better person. <laughs> I would love to be his friend. And now that what happens next makes me think there's room for me. There's room for you to be friends with the Cardinal? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Because he hires women to do dirty work. Because we find out that Milady is behind the Athos frame, uh, per the Cardinal's orders. Mm-hmm. She also stole the letters. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Cardinal trusts her. It's definitely, like, his go-to person to get stuff done. Because mm-hmm. he gives her Aramis's pistol. And he wants to know whose it was. This is the pistol that was found in the yeah. Dell's room. Mm-hmm. I wi- know my chick is banging somebody else, so if you can just figure out who that is. Just go <laughs> ahead and handle that for me. We would appreciate that. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's okay. We find out, though, that, that cutting back and forth. Again, we're cutting all over the place. Cornet's body's been found, uh, yeah. and then there's Spanish gold. And what they learn then, and with Porthos and his gambling habit, that he has <laughs> recently come across some Spanish gold. <laughs> And it's Which is you don't you don't see it very often. No, so this must mean something. Spanish to blue, dude. The CSI is kicking it again. <laughs> he says that it's actually new Spanish gold. Yeah, new, new Spanish doubloons have not been recently. It's very hard to come by in mm-hmm. France nowadays. That's what he says. So, well, they return to our good friend Mustard. Mustard. Dujon. Dujon. <laughs> yeah, du- and Dujon is played by Philip Brody also. So thanks for showing up for one episode, of Philip Brody. You were great, Mustard. You were great, Mustard. Um, and they go back to the tavern, and Dijon tries to sneak up on Porthos. And it didn't work. I actually expected when that was happening that he was going to get close, and Porthos wasn't going to turn around, but either D'Artagnan or Aramis were going to like knock him from behind. Like They were watching him watch him. Yeah. yeah. It didn't work out no. that way. But he they captured Dijon. They tortured Dijon, sort of. And they're threatening to shoot him, but the gun doesn't go they're off. Dijon, they're Dijon. I like Dijon. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. I was say I like that scene because it shows a little bit more of their personality. Yeah. You know, you know how fun the musketeers can be. Yeah. They're not like they're not. It's not all serious business. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it, there's some you know there's going to be some chuckles had they t- they tease at it a bit. It's not. You yeah. Know. You know yeah. what? I apologize. I totally just made a mistake. What? This is never going to happen again. Philip Brody was actually actually Captain Gaudet, mm-hmm. who is the information that we get. Gaudet. Joe Redden Gaudet. was. How dare you mess that up? Joe Redden yeah. played Dijon. I apologize to you, gentlemen. That's all. Thank you. Gaudet. I was just looking at my notes and I made Use your Frenchness. Oh, yes. Caption Gaudet. Thank you. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Wee, wee, wee. Appreciate that more. Okay. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't Moving know. on. Go on. You were about to say something, Liz? No. He's nothing now. <laughs> I it left. It left. I, I think I was laughing too much at your and then I just got distracted too much. <laughs> Captain Godet is is behind all this. He's the one that killed the men. He's the one that stole the letters. Killed D'Artagnan's he father. He killed D'Artagnan's father. Oh my goodness! You have killed my father. Prepared to Prepared die. To die. Hmm. That's gonna get old real fast. So we it is, but I'm trying to get it out now. Okay, so, like, get it out not... one more time. Okay, he you'll... killed D'Artagnan's father. Prepared to die. Inconceivable! Yay! <laughs> that was oh, great. Oh man, that was great. Okay, yeah. So, 
And and then the interesting thing is, is like, did anybody else out there think that Gaudet, I mentioned it before, I was like, he looks like Billy Ray Cyrus. It was I, the hair. It's the hair. I think he looked like someone else. I can't think of who. Can I get that one there. more time, please? Inconceivable! He did not look like Billy Ray Cyrus. Okay, we should start like, the hair. Resem- there was a resemblance. It was like, the if you like the fire. Cast. Yeah, it was like in the shadows. Obviously, when you saw his face up close, you're like, that's not Billy Ray Cyrus. There was a resemblance. I want to ask music. you to do it again. Oh, One more time. Yeah. He does not look like Billy Ray Cyrus. Inconceivable. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Done. Thank you. It's regardless. Regardless. Irrelevant and regardless. We find out that there is a castle. I was waiting for him to and say the- irregardless. Sorry, go on. Oh, he will. It would have been funny. Irregardless. I would have hated you. I hate you now. Done and done. <laughs> so, anyway. So, moving on. Uh, they go to the castle. They find out that it's been fortified by men. The only way in is the gate. But D'Artagnan has a plan. I love that they like can't get in. They're so it's guarded. But then Constance can. It's not Constance. It's uh, that's just the prostitute that they hired. Oh, I thought, I thought that it was, was Constance. Constance. Was it Constance? That wasn't yeah. Constance. Yeah, it was like oh. the, Never mind then. It was yeah. totally Constance. That was Constance. But like my point is like she comes in and like distracts one of the guards. So all the other guards are just yeah. like not on duty at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel I feel like they probably figured if there's only one dude on duty, because first of all, they don't think anybody's wise onto them, so why would they need to, like, double up on guards to watch Guys, out for them? They, they, think they're getting, uh, they're, uh. <laughs> they think they're getting away with everything, and if anything, if that guy saw people coming, which it's like, obviously, only if his back was turned could yeah. he not see people coming, mm-hmm. he could just call out for help, and they would be there in a second. So, you know, in comes Constance, which I can't believe you didn't know was her. But I'm just I'm inconceivable. You weren't looking at her face. Yeah. I was totally looking at her boobs. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and then I, I was laughing at the whole humor there for 50, what, what's the type of French? She said 50 something. Whatever the French. It's like pennies. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, five sous. She's like, and she's so offended. What did you hear what D'Artagnan said when he went by? He goes, 10? How, or not, uh, Aramis. Aramis. How dare you, 10? Like, sell yourself so cheap. Yeah, that's hysterical. I actually missed that part because I think I was, I was. You were staring at her boobs too. Probably. <laughs> I'm sorry. They I were no shame. great. They were great. <laughs> I mean, it's mostly the boobs, I think. It yeah. is. It is. They yes. do all They the kind of just spill out. They pull over. Yeah. I mean, they what did the job. They have. got into the castle. Just spilling out everywhere. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It works. Wonder what that's like. Let's move on. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't know. Yell, would you like to elaborate? So anyway. So moving on. Um, they get in the castle. They have the upper hand. They have advantage. They were going surprise. to use the element of surprise. Not with D'Artagnan around. No. no. Yeah, D'Artagnan, simmer down, Donna. Simmer down. Donna. Can we just call him Donna from now on? No. I like it. Dart is if I that's how I write Dart. I just dart. write Dart. D'Artagnan. Uh, he rushes in like a hothead and starts like killing dart. people. He rushes in like a dart. They, they threw him Darts right in. in. Yeah. <laughs> he ruined the element of surprise. Ruined the element of surprise. <laughs> Luckily, Porthos and Aramis are sitting there picking people off with their single shot loaded pistols. Mm-hmm. Yeah. D'Artagnan gets to the captain. Go ahead and say it. Godet. 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 I want to say Godet because no. I'm not French. I'm but American. But it's Godet. Godet. Yes. I'm sorry, Godet. Uh, and they are fighting, and he's trying to kill him. But they're like, D'Artagnan, don't kill him. We need him alive. We need, but they kill Seriously, him. Seriously, anyway. bro. It was obvious that he was going to get killed. Well, one that that um, Gaudet was going to get killed, but also that they would be like, "Wait, no, don't kill him." And he'd be like, "Oh, okay, I'm not going to," and then end up having to kill him. Kill him yes. anyway. That was really. It was like a like a. He's like the bad guy typical. that jumps over the couch and they keep shooting at yeah. him. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, hey, we need him alive, so we're going to kill him. Absolutely. Let's kill him. Yeah. But that's Don't okay. Worry. They say they found they have, the, yeah, they found the uniforms. They have Mustard's confession, mm-hmm. and they found the, the, the uniforms. uniforms. Yeah. Interestingly enough, though, we later find out when the Cardinal goes to see Dujon that Dujon Mustard. didn't tell him anything. And so I'm interested to, to see if, if they talk later about this or if, like, the paper was fabricated or, like, if they really got a pardon from the king. Because, like, they were working on a pretty tight time frame. I think they... He Athos was, was he, against the firing squad. He said the truth, just not all of it. He just didn't say what the cardinal was behind it. It was just, yeah. hit, you know, God... What is it? God, God Day. Day. God Day's orders, not that the cardinal gave him the orders. Yeah, he he just, just left a little important piece out of it. Yeah, doesn't just, matter. Mm-hmm. Cardinal doesn't believe in loose ends. Yep. Dead. Well, no more mustard. Well, also, it was kind of dumb of him, too, because uh, mustard was all like... I'm just calling him Mustard. Yeah. Dujon. Dujon was Mustard. just, Dujon was just like, well, I mean, I could still tell them unless you want me around because then I'll always be your man. So basically it was just like, I mean, in a way he was kind of stupid because he's basically saying, I haven't any said anything yet. Meaning like, oh, keep paying me. Keep, keep, you know, allowing me to be your guy. Right. Which it's like, dude, you're in a cell you, with this. <laughs> you have no bargaining ship no here. Leverage. You probably should just kiss his ass to hopefully get out of that. And hopefully you'll still have a job with him. So I found that whole thing to be really funny. And before he even pulled out anything, the wine and everything, which you already knew what was going to happen. Yeah, but I knew it, one way or another it was either going to be him doing it or he was going to send somebody in else to kill him if it wasn't that way. Because I'm like, dude, you have no leverage. I wonder if it was Iacian powder. Ha. <laughs> 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 Thanks for getting that. I got it. Thanks. What was Princess that? Princess Bride. Ah, Princess Bride. Oh, oh, damn it. Moving on. <laughs> Come on. I, you said it so fast. Iacian powder. Iacian powder. There it is. Okay, totally got it. Okay, is everyone on the same page? So, anyway. Okay, great. So this is another point then, since we're going to go there, Uh um, with the Athos and Milady thing. Because as Athos Athos is lined up against the firing squad, they come bursting in, Aramis has the release from the king, they show Milady up in the tower, looking down. She was going to watch him. Leering. Yes. She wants her revenge. But I don't know what... we don't know yet. Why. Do you know? Well, we don't just, tell us. Obviously, we, we saw the the mark on her neck. She, her throat got from when she was cut. slept with with Dart. Yeah, she and said this the someone who the man that loved the, me the man that I I was in love with a man once and he tried to kill me, and then he was like, "I'll kill him for you." And she's like, "That's not your concern." That's and, not what she says. Or something. She like that. said maybe maybe I maybe. will ask you to whatever. But like, I'll hold you to it. Basically, yeah. yeah. He the I mean to me because not knowing the book, it's like what what happened there because she said she loved him, but mm-hmm. he tried to kill her. But then he remembers her as like the great love of his life, so. and he thinks she's dead. Yeah. So I'm like, who? What's missing there? Which obviously yeah. we'll hopefully find so out. So hopefully there'll be the reveal then when they fight and see mm-hmm. each other for that the would first be time. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe that'll be her first fight. Maybe they'll fight each other. Ooh. And maybe she'll, like, win him down a little bit. I don't know. He won't kill her <laughs> no. again. But will she kill him? Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? So, can I just talk some more about Peter Capaldi as the Cardinal? Yes. yes. Because in the next scene, he takes Adele out into the woods Aww. like a dog and gives her Aramis's gun. And then take her out back. And she, the very, I love this part because this is my favorite line, I think, from the show. When she's like, burn in hell. And he's like, I've got work to do here still. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I don't care. Awesome. Like, I'm not burning in hell yet because i got stuff to get done. And then. But you're going to die. Then, we'll then figure it fine. Out. Yeah. I just, I thought, 
I was so sad. We were watching the subtitles to make sure that we wouldn't miss on what they were saying when we were all watching it together. And I was kind of mad because the subtitles tend to go up on screen just before a sound is actually made. And I'm like, maybe he'll come out to save her. And then it's it's Capaldi's <laughs> face and he's in the carriage. And all of a sudden you see the bomb says gunshot. gunshot. And before the gunshot happens, like, damn it. And then you hear, boom. And I'm like, but the last word, she's saved. like, I love Aramis. And she I just keeps Aramis. repeating Aramis. it. I'm like, well, if he didn't know who it was before, obviously he <laughs> yeah, does. Not. Because it's a yeah. But now <laughs> really? he definitely knows but I mean, um, who it was. Yeah, but I think, I mean, it's kind of endearing in a way because it's the reason she is dying is because she loves him, but she's she doesn't regret it in a way. You she's know? not lying about it and trying to hide it. Yeah, no, she's yeah. like, I, I don't, she well never done, did, she never did try Way it. Way to go out. She's got integrity. And she now, had integrity. And now Yeah, where's Peter that integrity out He's yeah. available. Peter's though. available. Yes, the Cardinal is available. <laughs> Although Guys, there's a silver lining. <laughs> you know, like his hair. where does the integrity get Adele? Nice. It got her in the hole. Uh-huh. Because she let other people in her hole. Okay. Sorry. Uh. So, <laughs> the final scene, the lady goes into a confession. You know, it's like, forgive me, Father, I've sinned, I've killed people. I've laid with many men. I've laid laid with many men, you know, and he tells her that she's She's like... She's an abomination. She's an abomination. (laughs) You. And she grabs him by the throat and, like, pulls him through the thing. I wonder if she killed him. She was holding on to his... She's strangling his, his, like, rosary. Right. I don't think she killed him, but... She, it was very she, nice. she hurt him pretty good. I mean, yeah. that was just so amazing that it was just like through the wall. Just like, like here's Johnny, but just like, like screw you, father. But, so, but this is official because now we know that Milady and Athos had a thing. Mm-hmm. Flashback. They flash back little... to the flowers. They flash to the necklace that he wears still that has the flowers painted in them. And is so it we, painted or is it an impression? I think maybe it was an impression of the I actual think it flower. was painted because the flowers were bigger than the necklace. Yeah, I think it was oh, okay. like a, a canvas painting that fit in. You, you put portraits in those yeah. in the current day. Yeah, like, it's called lockets. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. You put portraits in those lockets now, but it was yes. too small for portraits back then because mm-hmm. yeah. they painted everything. So they're a painting of the flowers. Flower. That makes yeah. a lot more sense. That's though. cute, though. Yeah. I like that he still wears it. Yeah. And I, I, I'm interested to see then if he's like, what happens when they meet? Yeah, oh, I don't, yeah. Because he, he has to still love her. You're getting yeah. ahead, guys. You're getting into predictions. We're not there yet. Um, you know what? She wants revenge. That's what we get. Yeah. Hey, you know what time it is? It's time for predictions. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're after Buzz TV predictions. So I I saw the trailer as we went into the next episode, but it was I think a compilation of a lot of things to come. Mm-hmm. Like I don't feel like that's like any set pattern of things so we know that milady wants revenge and we know that the cardinals are no good and we know that d'artagnan is not friends with the musketeers so what do we expect to see or look or want to see coming up in the next future episodes yelled eagle i think that uh milady will reveal herself uh in the next episode you think think episode two next episode they're not wasting any time Uh uh-huh and i think uh dart as we're calling him now um i think he's going to join the musketeers by officially officially by like become a musketeer halfway through the season yeah he's gonna be like the little brother Mm -hmm. but he's gonna stick around if he doesn't i feel like if he doesn't uh, become a musketeer in the next episode or start training to become one. I mean, he's got to stick around somehow. I don't think he's just going to vanish and then come back mid-season. No, no, no. I think he's going to stay so funny. and be there, and I think he's going to officially join them okay. mid-season, but he's the main character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing because you're, you're like, the Cardinals, that's no good. In my head, all these started trying to get in trouble in the neighborhood. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like 
Because, you know, like you mentioned earlier before the episode started, like I'm trying to see where everything's going to go if the cart, if Peter Capaldi doesn't return for next season. Um, so all these things are coming to mind. Like, what Well, that doesn't happen. mean the Cardinal doesn't return. That just means Peter Capaldi doesn't return as the Cardinal. <sighs> I hate when they do that mid-season. But anyway, didn't bother me too much during Game of Thrones. I don't think it should be as bad. But, um, but yeah, like I agree with Yale. I think it's that's going to happen. I don't know if the lady will and reveal herself so soon. I feel like that might be something saved for later during a more like intense scene or something that because there's no way he's not going to go after her and that's not going to be a whole thing on its own. Like I feel like that would be a great cliffhanger. So I feel like that's going to happen closer to the end. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I agree. I think that she's going to be uh behind the scenes for a little bit longer. Yeah, she's going to be plotting these these little, you know, revenge tactic tries yeah. on, on Athos. And of course, D'Artagnan's going to stick around and kind of lean towards becoming a musketeer. You, I also think that since this is such a snippet here, snippet here, snippet here kind of show so far, and I kind of can see if for no one who's read the books and they want to make it more intense, I think that maybe we'll just get little snippets of what had happened between Milady and... Um, the backstory. Yeah, the backstory, but yeah. only little snippets, little at a time, until it builds up and up and up, and then, and then she reveals. Yeah, I feel like that might happen, so... Mm, I can we'll see, see that. But I think that, like you said, we want to um, get through the, what they have in the books and to, so they have more creative mm-hmm. freedom after all this, so I think they just need to keep chugging along with kind of setting everything up. Yep. And I... I I'm always interested when shows are based on books to see like where they take artistic freedoms versus where they follow the plotline. Because obviously, people that know the stories want certain things. People from the watch mm-hmm. Game of Thrones and watch the other shows that mm-hmm. are based on books. They want Walking Dead. They want certain things from these stories, and they get mad yeah. when they're when not it's there. Not, yeah. But I feel like also at the same time, and this has been said about Game of Thrones, and it's been said about Walking Dead, that you have to learn to love the shows for being an, their own entity, yes. in a way, that they're, is based upon something. They're historic but, and artistic adjacent. Exactly. <laughs> and they're, they're, you, that way you can learn to enjoy it more and not be as pissed off just because something doesn't... Because how boring would that be? I mean, if it's the same story retold that you've already read? Yeah, and, yeah, and, now and it's, that's why I'm excited to get to the point where, we okay, we've told the story of exactly. Three Musketeers. We know the character we know this happened and this happened. But then what if but this now, happens? But yes, like, now what happens? But now they can go on new adventures. Exactly. They can have new trials and tribulations. Yeah, exactly. You know, they can help France. They can do the Musketeer thing and they can fight people. And that's what I want to get to. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that Me happening. Too. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Ladies. What's going on? Thanks for being here. It's been real. Thank you. Audience, Welcome. friends at home, thanks for joining <laughs> us. Um, I want to know, ladies, where the, the fine folks at home can find out more information about you, Kate. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Kate Aquilano. Hi. Liz. You guys can find me at Lizzie Maui on Instagram and Twitter, L-I-Z-Z-Y-M-A-W-Y. You can also find me on other such fine panels as Sword Art Online and also Dominion with my lovely co-host, Yell here. Okay, Yell, and where can they find you? The people can find me online at yell.tv. That's Y-A-E-L dot TV. And you can get info about the amazing styling from Siren's Boudoir also on Yell TV. Uh, you can also find, find me. Sorry. I know. I love you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, and Google Plus at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. Sorry for all the vowels and consonants. Yep. And, and as always, you can find me at RyanHooks92 on the Twitter, the Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. And I'll be on the Big Brother panel starting on Thursdays. What? I know. I'm stoked about reality TV here 
after Buzz TV. Hey, everyone, <laughs> thanks for joining us for their very first episode of The Musketeers. We'll be back next week for episode two. So for Kate, Liz, Yell, and The Booth, I'm Ryan. Catch you next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.